This is Guys Read Romance, where I, romance author Margot Radcliffe, politely strong arm my male friends into reading and chatting about romance novels with me for an uncomfortably long period of time. Okay, today I'm talking to my friend Dali Garambe. Although uh, we met, thank you. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Although we met in DC, Dali is actually from Burundi. He has worked in IT. At the you've worked for the Burundian government. I have picked up. Is that was that correct? Um, no, I'm working oh. for on government stuff, but oh. for yeah. UNICEF. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, is married to one of my oldest friends, and because he's foreign, it was super easy to bamboozle him into doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Dali speaks like 10 languages, so my lackluster facility with just one will become even more apparent in this episode. <laughs> so we are reading an African author today, which has been super fun for a jaded romance reader like me. Even though Dali is a new friend, I feel that he's definitely a kindred spirit a phrase your wife will recognize. Thank you so much for coming today, and I'm super excited to talk about romance with you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for coming. This is super fun. So t- just to start, you want to tell us like what kind of books you typically read? Um, so <laughs> uh, because I listen to some of your podcasts, I know this is going to be a bad answer, but... <laughs> But I typically uh, no bad answers. I, I won't edit. it. I know how much you value uh, honesty, also. So um, <laughs> I would say I don't have like a particular type of books I read, uh-huh. but I have a particular type of book I avoid, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh-huh. and I tend to avoid fiction. Yeah. <laughs> All fiction. Yeah. You just don't like fiction at all. I, I don't. And it's weird because it, it's an intellectual decision. Like, it's my brain rationally <laughs> decided, don't go there. But once in a while, I go there and I actually enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like, it's just like too fanciful for you? Like, you feel like you need to read educational material or like you just don't like it? Yeah, I I feel like, yeah, the because it's fiction, it's not real. Uh, I feel like hey, right. <laughs> it's a waste of time. That, there's nothing real about it. <laughs> it's like, it's worse than being drunk. Uh, it, it's unreal. <laughs> Yeah, that person I'm rooting for doesn't exist. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god, that is hilarious. (laughs) So, (laughs) also, (laughs) so okay. So no fiction. That's hilarious. So, by extension, obviously. You've not read romance either. But listen, fictional characters, isn't that less stressful? I mean, like, if they, if you're rooting for an imaginary person, like, the bad things that happen to them also aren't real. You know, I, I think that's comforting. But, you know, <laughs> it's, just, it's just me. I don't know if it's easy for writers. You just make up stuff, right? 
<laughs> I, I, I want her to be angry, and then you make her angry. <laughs> well, I mean, sort of, but you have, it has to make sense, right? Somebody just can't be truly angry for no reason. And so you have to like, why is this person angry? And so then you start a story, right? Then you're like, why have I been angry? And then that opens up a well of rage. And then your whole day is... And you know what? That part there, that's what you just say right there. I think it's the part I then, that triggers me to enjoy it. Because when it's well done, when it's kind of balanced out, and the part I hate the most, when you feel like, oh man, they're playing with my brain now. It's (laughs) It has this ability to bring in the foreground emotions. Right. Uh huh. And yet your brain was resisting that thing because it's not real. <laughs> but then your emotions are real. You're like, what am I fucking doing? <laughs> Why am I sad? That person doesn't exist. <laughs> it's never happened. <laughs> Resent the fact that it's to- the fiction toys with your emotions. It's manipulation, yeah. <laughs> it's emotional manipulation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, <laughs> I guess people. Some people like that, though. I guess is the is the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, I, I right. can get it. I can get it. Some people like drugs as well, right? <laughs> <laughs> They like the way drugs make them feel, or <laughs> drunkness, right, or roller coaster, right? Yeah, why not? <laughs> I do. I call some television shows or movies like emotion porn, where they're just kind of exploiting your emotions without without being creative about it, right? It's like so, like mm. if a like if a child dies or something, of course, like if that's going to make everybody sad because it's sad. There's like no way that's not sad. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, there's stuff like that. I get what you're saying, but it, yeah. <laughs> I like that just blanketly stories are her <laughs> lies, her lies. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right. So by the extension, you don't read romance. So obviously, you don't understand. But is there something about what are your just general thoughts? Did you have any like opinions on romance before this? First of all, I I, I wouldn't say. No, I right now I don't read like my adulthood with romance never like meet each other. No, but before that, my high school period, we would read romance, and I think the last episode with your friend, your the girlfriend, she mentioned it, <laughs> and I was like, oh, she's talking about me. To <laughs> say, uh, you would expect man to read romance if they want to understand women yes and that's exactly the only reason we would read romance in high school (laughs) (laughs) that's the only reason we would have one or two of us like a group of boys uh you're like oh yeah you you read anything you don't you're not part of any team you you have free time so go read those books and write down pages we need to read like not even the story we just we just we only would read like pages that matter like read um 
words tell like <laughs> girls like at some point like two people meet and talk and <laughs> what did the guy say for that to to happen that's what we want to say to to, to read and the guy would read the whole book and then write like ah yeah you need to read let's say from page 20 to page 36 it makes sense for him because he read the book yeah. but you haven't so you start the book at page 20 and it doesn't make sense <laughs> you, and so you have to go to go back a few pages and then a few more pages and then you end up reading the whole thing and but you can't admit you you, you enjoyed it yeah <laughs> Also, you were like, yeah. he was, you guys were making like romance novel instructional guides on how to talk to yeah. girls, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That's. And then realize you won't understand unless you read the whole thing. <laughs> but you wouldn't read the whole thing because you could, wouldn't admit that you enjoy. It sounds like, Dolly, that you in general enjoy fiction, but you just won't let yourself read it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Don't tell my wife. <laughs> so, okay. So that's awesome. That sounds like a great idea. I mean, so did you learn anything? Like, what did it work reading them in high school? Did you, Were you more comfortable talking to women or girls? Yes. Yeah. Back then, you, you, you what you get to understand is that you were... Oh, man. <laughs> that, I was... What you're doing to me right now is incredible. <laughs> you're taking back to... If, totally different period of my life uh, so you learn a lot about girls that's what you think mm -hmm. but then you realize you're learning also a lot about yourself you're learning things you are more comfortable with and things that exist within you but you never knew existed right mm -hmm. and or things you've been trained you think to not like like yeah for example uh the so many books where the girls like the boy because he is real about his vulnerabilities. Mm -hmm. Like he shows his weaknesses. You're yeah. like, what? <laughs> what? Weakness? <laughs> <laughs> that that was so counterintuitive for us. <laughs> You're like, okay, I guess <laughs> I'll try that. <laughs> and then the simple. When you learn to say sorry right. and being like for that, you're like, oh, okay. Uh -huh. So being sorry and confessions are totally different things. <laughs> for us, you were like, I'm not going to admit it was my fault. That's no, uh -huh. I can't admit that. You just we just have to move on. But you're like, no, you have to learn to say sorry because that's, the, that's what the book says. If you say sorry, she's going to like you. So you're like, the other day, I'm, I'm really sorry. Uh, I take full responsibility. I shouldn't have said that. And it was wrong. I'm sorry. I just wanted to apologize. And I expect nothing from you. I understand you angry. That's it. Right, yeah. And I thought, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Then you go back to the group. You're like, guys. Level two, say sorry. Say sorry, it works. Yeah, so you you learn that you you learn to be a good person, and it will it relieves you from 
so much tension through yourself. And the other thing I would really say I learned from those books was how to use words. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now my wife would tell you I'm a hard believer that words are overrated. Uh-huh. But also is- sometimes Yeah. Well, your wife is a journalist, what? we can say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You yeah, those words are synonyms. But in this context, no, use the other one. And just the way you don't go straight to the point, but you kind of draw around the idea to make it more stronger or deeper. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Well, so that's really fascinating. And I'm so so pleased that a group of guys was smart enough to read romance in high school and that you learned lessons from it about girls and yourself. And that's amazing. I think that you, exactly. That's exactly what romance should be, should be doing. And yes, women like it when you say, sorry, (laughs) I think that's a universe. It's simple to realize, right? Just admitting that you're wrong is, is nice. So we don't think that we're crazy. All right. Thank you so much. That was awesome. Okay. So now we're going to play the sex scene game where I am going to read you two passages, one written by a female and one written by a male. And then you have to guess who wrote which. Okay. Are they professional? Yes. These are like actual books. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here we go. And she takes the tube of suntan lotion from me and squeezes some onto her fingers and then touches herself and motions for me to do the same, and I do. After a while, I stop and reach over to her, and she stops and says no, then places my hand back on myself, and her hand begins again. That's the first one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The second one is... I'm begging him, urging him with my rolling hips, and he's lazily kissing my neck and stroking his rough fingers down my side, tickling me gently till I wriggle and then roaming with his hands over my belly. That's it? Mm -hmm. I'd say the first one was a man and the second was a woman. You got it. Yeah. (laughs) Congratulations. So why did you choose that one as the man? I think one of the two seemed to know what she was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) She was not only describing what was happening, but also how it was, like, the feeling of it. Right. Yeah, like, tickling and stuff. Yeah. And the motion movement. And the first one was, like, yeah, you're just describing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. He's removing himself emotionally from the act, right? Yeah. yeah. Very good. All right. So the first one was Brett Easton Ellis, Less Than Zero. And as a nonfiction reader, Freddie Snellis is a huge, huge author here in America. And then the second one is 40, Kate C. Wells. So mm-hmm. a romance novel. So yeah. Wow. Those are like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So great job. Thank you. And so, okay, we're moving on. So we're talking about Forest Girl today by M.P. Barrier. And she is Ghanaian author of nine books. She's won several awards for her, her for her novels, including the, the Euphir Awards Book of the Year, the A. Quay Arma no- Novel Award, and she won third prize 
in the 2018 Ghana Association of Writers Literary Awards. So she's doing work over there. Uh, the description of the book is, Essie Afriye has been in love with Michael Yabadu since childhood. When he receives a scholarship to study in America, all hope seems lost until he returns to Ghana 10 years later. An arranged marriage contracted by their families makes her dreams come true, but does the reality of being Mrs. Michael Badu live up to the fantasy? Michael may have married Essie, but he is in love with someone else, Forest Girl, a mystery woman he encountered just once in the forest. His heart belongs to her, and he doesn't see his beautiful wife awakening his carnal desires. He is even willing to sacrifice his marriage for another encounter with Forest Girl. Reality is not what either Essie or Michael imagined. Essie is disillusioned. Michael feels trapped. Will Michael give in and allow his heart to discover a love that was always meant to be before it's too late? <laughs> so that's the description. So Dolly, why did you pick this book? Because I, I gave you a list. And so tell me what stuck out to you about this one. Um, many reasons. Um, first of all, I was a little bit torn because you pick a lot of good books. They all felt like uh -huh. really good. Um, but that one had like an uh -huh. intrigue. Like, yeah, uh, picking between two girls. And it has a, it was a very conflictual situation. You have some a guy who've been living abroad so who've been in contact with a totally different culture than his and he has his brain his uh, loyalty to the family in conflict with his heart because of this other girl and then there is so much at stake from what a marriage mm -hmm. means in all those spaces like culturally emotionally and culturally it's different cultures mm -hmm. because yeah so, but yeah that could be a good emotion roller coaster. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And so what were your first impressions then of, so you're looking for something like with, with some conflict. So that makes sense. You want a good story, right? An exciting yeah. one. Uh, so what were your first impressions of the cover and the, the summary? What were some of the feelings you had before you actually started reading it? I didn't like the You didn't? Cover. Like, it's like, like the, it's like a the, the front of the uh, book, right? What? I, I, I didn't. I've been to not not to Ghana, but the region, and I was. Oh, I don't want to be insulting, but <laughs> I was expecting the the girl to look more okay. mysterious. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you have to put a girl on the cover, yeah, make her mysterious about the book she i don't well, know what did you what was not mysterious she's, was she like too pretty was it not was it you wanted her to be like in a you wanted like smoke or like a veil what's what's smoke? I, I don't know but I, I don't know what budget she had for that cover but that picture doesn't seem to be a professional one like, like at least for me uh -huh. maybe other people feel different, but it didn't convey emotions okay. to me. And especially after reading the book, I'm like, yeah, definitely not emotions at the level uh -huh. of the book. Yeah. yeah, I was a little bit disappointed. But and I, again, don't judge a book by its cover, <laughs> they say, <laughs> right? You say that. <laughs> yeah, which, is, which was also part of my, how you call this in the state, the thing, the bride and the 
room read to each other. Oh, the right. vows. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. My vows was actually about don't judge the uh -huh. book by a cover. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I don't like it, but I'm gonna still read the book. Well, good. I, on the other hand, I thought the cover was beautiful. I and mean, obviously, it's like a yeah. graphic. It's obviously it's for it's her and it's the forest girl and it has the trees and the I, I mean for graphic design like did I think it conveyed emotion no you're right about that but I do think it yeah. um I just think it was pretty <laughs> much more yeah. more to say than that I thought it, whoever designed it did a good job all right so did the but the summary appealed to you obviously which is part of why you picked it. yep so yep. Great. Yeah. So, like, did you feel that there is true chemistry between Michael and Essie? And uh, did you kind of believe that they were in love by the end of the book? I I do, actually. And I was surprised how easily they managed to convince me about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, at some point you're like, oh, okay, the plot is moving fast. It's going to feel weird. And then, no, it kind of lands smoothly. Uh -huh. Fast, but smoothly. Um, how he um, she's been in love with him like for a right. long time and I believe she was mostly like in love of the idea of him because they actually didn't know each other and uh, he never noticed her so they were like really far apart like to mm -hmm. create emotions between the two to make it real I was like that, that that's gonna be hard and the author kind of did it right like yeah, to put moments and like to emphasize those moments that he would like about her despite trying not right. to, right? Mm -hmm. And also herself, despite being having this all these expectations about him at some point, feeling something was wrong mm -hmm. about him, just make it less romanticized. romanticized. Right. And kind of real emotions, like, yeah, I've always loved him, but he's being a dick right now. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of like balance it to become real. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I fell for it. <laughs> I definitely think the fantasy <laughs> was removed from her for, for her at some point. <laughs> like he, he was, yeah. he did, yeah. he was kind of a dick to her. <laughs> but I think she held yeah. on. I think that she initially formed an affection for him because he was so nice. So like that kind of yeah. gave me hope that he would stop being such a butt baster. <laughs> All right. So great. So was the conflict believable to you? And did you believe the reason they couldn't get together? That was because Michael was in love with Forest Girl, which we learn, which we know to be is actually Essie. So he, but yeah. that's why mostly he like resists a kind of being with her. So was that all? How did you find all of that? It kind of resonated to what I know from my my own mm -hmm. culture. Yeah, it, I know that in some culture, like the the social pressure can be really high. Um, most people tend to talk about how you call it arranged yes. marriages. But social pressure goes beyond that. Like, you might have had no one telling you you should marry Tara mm -hmm. or or Gina or, I don't know, Julie. But still, the pressure is there. No one told you, but you know there are 
right choices and wrong choice. <laughs> and sometimes your heart just happens to choose something different. And yeah, I, I know that that conflict is real. Yeah. I, yeah. I felt it's, the pressure on him. I was I felt for him in the beginning. They locked him in a room, Dolly. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> You stay in this room until you agree to marry this girl. <laughs> they like didn't feed him. They're just like you gotta stay in this room. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah. And then her mom is like, you gotta kill me. <laughs> You're like, holy crap. Yeah. That that was a lot of pressure. Yeah. So you really and I can see it happening in real life. Right. So that you yeah. related to that then? Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I I did. I, she, his mom was like every time he said no, she was like, "I'm I'm dead. I'm almost." Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. I mean, it was. I mean, I hope she truly was healthy. But anyway, yeah. all right. And so I mean, that was the main conflict because I it's like he had the same issue that Essie did, right? Like he only met Forrest Girl briefly once and yet he formed such an emotional attachment to her kind of the same way that Essie did with him right and so it it kind of takes them so it's well that was a kind of interesting parallel and then they kind of work it out messily (laughs) when they get married and I I couldn't did, how did you feel about, like, don't you think that he would recognize her as Forest Girl? That's what I found slightly unbelievable. I mean, like, she didn't just, like, go into the forest and, like, completely not look like herself. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you something. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. I, I hope this friend never find your podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> But I have a friend who met his wife. He's Burundian. She's also Burundian. They met in Sweden. Okay. They fell in love and decided to get married, but they only met in Sweden and the two family were in Burundi. Okay. So the first time they come together in Burundi, uh-huh. it's for the wedding. Right. And they have very short time period to get ready for the wedding and do everything, organize everything with the family. And we have this, it's like a play in um, in the traditional wedding ceremony where uh, there are a lot of speeches from both families and the girl's family is trying to make the boy's family understand that they are giving away a, their daughter and it's the most precious mm-hmm. thing they had. Like. Right. They really make sure you understand that she's really precious to us. And in that play of speeches, they would very often even pretend the girl you're looking for doesn't exist here. We don't have her because they want to pretend they want to keep her. Mm -hmm. And at the end, one of the things they do is they bring her among other girls. Okay. And the boy is supposed to find the girl he truly in love with. Uh-huh. So they do that to my friend and they're like, okay, 
So we understand you want a girl from this family. This is these are all the girls we have. Go there and point to the one you said you had connection with emotionally, and we'll see what we can do. Uh-huh. He goes there. He knew his girlfriend. He didn't know her sisters. Right. And that day, they only like they have makeup like they've never had in their life. Uh-huh. And he truly can't tell which one is his girlfriend. <laughs> There were like four of them, and there are two. He just couldn't. Only four. Which one was which? It's like, holy crap. Am I going to divorce even before I get married? (laughs) He just couldn't talk. And um, he froze. He froze. (laughs) So I understand it's possible. They've been living together for three years. Three years. <laughs> three years. Yeah, for three years. <laughs> like he knew how she looks like uh, in the morning, or when she's angry, when she's tired, in the bathroom, everything. But that day, he failed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. That might be the yeah. funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it happened. Thankfully, though, the uh, how you call it in English, the best man. Uh huh. Yep. The best man, like, noticed there was something wrong, okay. and he kind of like talked to him in the ears, like, "Man, what's going on?" Like, <laughs> and like, I don't know which one is which. <laughs> <laughs> like very discreetly they keep playing along they send someone uh discreetly tell the other side like hey make something like make a step ahead like, oh, <laughs> a bit. yeah so i believe it's possible it, it is possible all right i take it back then <laughs> yeah. it yeah. and also you know what uh, i also believe something uh-huh. sometimes you meet someone or you have a moment with a person mm-hmm. and you and it's so strong in you you think it's about the person right but what you have in your memory is not just the person mm-hmm. but also the moment right and if you don't have a similar moment you might feel like it's a different person right right and yeah i i, I really like honestly I believe this is possible. All right. I believe you. I, I, you've yeah. made a great case. I believe you. I hope that your friend's <laughs> wife, <laughs> I hope that your friend's wife is not the author of this book. <laughs> did, no. they get, did they get married? That's, I guess that's my question. I mean, did they actually go through with it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're happily married now. Good. Yeah. Yeah. She's still angry though. She- <laughs> Do they live in Burundi? I mean, has he lost her again? No, no. <laughs> no they live in Sweden. But yeah, she every time you they talk about the story, she 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 like she goes like, I can't believe I married. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to think about what I would do in that situation, and I don't know. I don't know. It would be it would be difficult. Terrible. <laughs> I. <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> Thank you for that. All right. So in your opinion, you know, a big part of romance novels that separates them from other fiction is that is their sex. So was this in your opinion, was this sex in the, the sex scenes in this well written? Was it what you expected having never read a romance novel before? Well, I guess you have read romance. So tell me about that. Was it different? How did you, what did you think? Yeah, I actually, I think I need another book. Another romance uh-huh. book, to check about the sex part of it because uh-huh. um, this one felt like there was not much sex no there wasn't or maybe i'm just aging because uh, i remember when we, i was younger uh-huh. yeah there are books who would read only for the sex uh-huh. and there would be a lot of sex like description of stuff you don't really know but yeah you know it's really intense mm-hmm. and yeah, I I also yeah, I think there were like not a lot of them, but the author did a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Instead of like describing, but like putting seeds in my brain, mm-hmm. and my brain did the job for her. I <laughs> I actually imagined those scenes. I was, yeah, those were good ones. Right, she gave you just enough information. To oh yeah, yeah. Your mind going okay. Great. Yeah. All right. Did you think this book, yeah, there weren't a lot. I, but I think that there were like, um, that's how many there usually are in a typical romance novel. So I, I I thought that this, I don't, I mean, I've read some, I I've read a South African romance author, but this was the, this is only the second country in Africa that I've, of, of an author who I've actually read. And so I was, it was interesting to me that, it did follow the same sort of flow and pattern as the romance novel yeah. I've, I've been reading. So that was fun. Yeah. So did you think this book was funny? Mm. <laughs> I'd say there were some funny parts, uh-huh. what I really loved, but I wouldn't categorize the whole book as a funny book. Yeah, yeah but there were some funny parts. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I thought yeah. the funny parts were with the family. I thought his friend... Yep. Michael's friend was funny. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was yeah, it was a funny guy. Mm-hmm. And the manipulation his mom manipulation was mm-hmm. also funny to me. Yeah. And SF SF best friend as well was funny. Yes. Uh, in her own way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that the tone, the author tone and the narration was not funny, but just kind of light and i thought the beginning was funny like those first couple pages when she was describing describing the i guess the road trip yes good all right so this is written in third person point of view so with the viewpoint so the different chapters one chapter we are seeing it from essie's point of view and one we're seeing it from point of michael's point of view so i guess my big question really is did you find it when you were reading michael's chapters did his thoughts and emotions and actions seem realistic to you like would do you think you would do the same in those situations I hope not all of those, Dolly, because... Those are two different questions. <laughs> uh-huh. I found realistic. Yeah. Would I do the same? No, probably not. Uh-huh. But, yeah. Yeah, I could understand that. 
Yeah, I also can. Um, how to say that? I feel like I, I I could see him reacting that way, and me being like sort of a friend, being like, "Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> what are you doing?" <laughs> right. Yeah. He did go to some yeah. extreme to try to get yeah. him, her to not like him, and it was kind of yeah. like just you know, I'd tell her what's going on. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. Um, they, I would have appreciated maybe some culture background in a book. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if the author know, like has a specific public that knows, uh, share the same common background. But yeah, I, some, some part of the book felt a little bit like too, too strong for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, okay, I understand you have this conflict. You, you have to make a decision that both please your family, but kind of save your appearance in the society and save your project with your own people, the village and your family, your uncle is kind of the guy who's trying to make you fail. Mm-hmm. I, I get that, that's understandable. But then why do you need to break that girl's heart Yeah, that way? Uh-huh. You're like, if you tell her that's gonna break her heart, so do it. <laughs> do it in a civilized way yeah. and yeah um those mystery and also even her girlfriend the same thing you're like how can you you have a girlfriend you go for a few days in the village you come back you're like oh i, mean, I got married yeah. really <laughs> and, and still you really tell her until no that was a little bit off for me yeah. yeah, I didn't love it either. And I kind of was, but I didn't know if like that was a thing. I mean, like people, I mean, people have marriages and mistresses and girlfriends outside of marriage and that's normal. So I was willing to just be like, okay, maybe that's like a thing people do. But I felt like transparency might have been nice, you know, just telling yeah. people like, hey, this is how I've got a girlfriend. I only married you because they locked me in a room for, yeah. <laughs> for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, all yeah. right. But fair enough. You So it seems like maybe you related to the friend a little bit more than to Michael. But I appreciated the beginning of Michael when he is kind of being forced into these things. There seems to be like a very much – she did – there, she did a great job, I think, of describing and outlining the difference between, like, the city, Accra, in, in Ghana, and, like, his hometown and, like, the differences and, like, that whole family thing with his uncle, I have to admit, I didn't quite understand. And then that kind of storyline was abandoned very quickly once they got married. Like, I don't know that if the, if the American chemical worked on their yeah. land which I kind of actually was interested in because <laughs> I was like, Oh no, is this going to be another thing? Is he going to use this chemical and it's going to kill everybody? <laughs> it was not a book about Monsanto. <laughs> oh my God. <clears throat> anyway. All right, Dolly. Sounds good. We're going to move on to these quick categories. So what was your hottest moment in this book? Mm. Like define hottest. Well, I mean, what, what- you i guess like sexiest moment oh fuck yeah that's easy (laughs) when she decided like to take control of their like she 
she fucked him. Like, she decided <laughs> to stop just being there, like, laying. She's like, okay, I'm right. going to do it. This is my husband. This is my man. Right. I'm going to do it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you have that in you. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I really love that part. That, that was really hot for me. Yeah. Okay. So when she took charge, fair enough. That's yeah, pretty standard. So what was the the sweetest or most romantic moment you thought in the book? Mm, man, Michael. Michael is a stupid guy, but... He is stupid. He is stupid. <laughs> but I was weak. Every time he would um, hurt her mm-hmm. and feel bad. Okay. Because she's hurt. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, it's not rocket science. You could have anticipated that that would happen. But still, I would feel like, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Then he felt bad. He yeah. was at least cognizant of him himself being a big Yeah, I should not have felt for it. But yeah, I did three times. <laughs> she shouldn't have either. And she did. So you're in good company. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> biggest objection of the book like something you just found it's not believable you think it would never happen something um, like that when she decided to to leave him uh-huh. and I'm not sure that it wasn't clear enough in the book for me like did she spend days out or just one night and they couldn't find her and then magically find her. Akra is a big fucking city. <laughs> you know, just randomly find your your wife. No, you you don't. <laughs> and then you bring her home and that's it. it oh no, uh, that was like ah, oh, come on, come on. One hundred percent. I I. Why yeah. wouldn't she? I mean, she's a smart lady. She's like a woman of kind of, I think, means at some point. I mean, he Michael seems to be able to provide for her. She's they. Yeah. She knows she could go home in some. You know what I mean? I don't know why she would just randomly mm-hmm. walk out because she was at that doctor's office, right? Because she discovers she's pregnant. Yeah. And like, why? I don't know. Like, yeah. catch a bus? I don't know. And like, it's just it was. If she had gotten mugged before she got to the doctor's office, which that's what it sounds like, right? They took her. Why in the world would you ever leave and just wander around the city? Yeah. Yeah. And she doesn't explain it when they find her. She just, she doesn't say, oh, I was trying to walk home or I was trying to do this. Exactly. It it really felt off to me. And especially, yeah, you said it. it. Like the whole book, from the beginning to the discovery as a smart girl, mm-hmm. and with strong personality, and even if she also have her weaknesses, but not that deep. That that was like, woof. They brought some someone else in the story and <laughs> put her back. Yeah, it really fell off. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just a small thing, but yeah, I gotcha. Well, what, okay, so yeah. then opposite of that, what was the most relatable moment to you? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, what do you mean? Like, relatable, like, in general, or? Any way that you want to take it, like, what, maybe something that 
you found relatable about the characters, the situation, the setting, the whatever. Okay. So if my wife listened to this, this was long, long time ago. <laughs> I doubt that she will. No, she, she is going to listen. She, she will, and she's going to analyze every bit of it. <laughs> and she's, like, but, super duper smart. But go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, she is. But she's also very married. <laughs> <laughs> Recognized Forest Girl in AC. Yes. If it was the same girl, mm -hmm. like, yeah. Uh, something similar happened to me. <laughs> Not to recognize the girl. Uh -huh. It was the same girl, but something was totally different. Okay. And I was, I kept like chasing it and not knowing what, what, what it was because it was the like the moment of it in my memory so i was 20 or 21 I think, no i was 20 back then and and i was with this i met this girl she was really beautiful okay. like at least from my point of view back then like really mm -hmm. she was like out of my leg uh -huh. for me okay and yeah and I only approached her because I was trying to, to forget another girl. <laughs> and I was not expecting it to work. Okay. But it fucking worked. Uh -huh. <laughs> we kissed. Like the very first time. Okay. We kissed. Uh -huh. And I grew up in a public school. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe that might not sound the same thing in Burundi. It, it's the school I, I, I went in. Is believed to be one of the best, but it's a public school, like very strict. It's a Catholic public school, okay. very strict rules and stuff. Like most of our girls at school, we thought they were ugly, not because they were actually ugly, but because they were too serious. They were too focused on their study. <laughs> they just didn't have that uh, that charm. That, that's the only thing that was missing. And also, they everyone had to have like they they have very short. Okay. Uh, like in the army and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but that other girl was from, she had a different path from a private school mm -hmm. with all the glamorous stuff people have in high school, like shows, they get to read funny books. <laughs> like, who does that? <laughs> we only read like serious books for the school. <laughs> like, and one thing she had, I never had ever had a girlfriend with it was lipstick right uh-huh flavored lipstick huh. uh-huh i that sound crazy but i didn't know that was a thing wow okay so when i kissed her that first time yeah. her kiss is a flavor yeah uh-huh and that was the first time for me uh -huh. <laughs> so it was literally the most amazing kiss ever <laughs> For me. And because it happened without me expecting it to happen. And she was just the most beautiful girl I've never seen. And that thing, it just created a space in my memory. I was like, 
I have to meet her again. Right. Uh-huh. It took me months. And when I did it, we kissed again. Uh-huh. But she didn't have the lipstick. Oh, no. I was like, wait, 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 wait. stop. Let's try again. You, that's not how you kiss. <laughs> that's how I kiss. No, that's not how it felt the first time. And we we ended up dating. Uh-huh. And one day, out of nowhere, uh-huh. we are kissing, and she has the lipstick. I was like, "That's it! That's it! That's it! What, what did you? What did you change?" I I just didn't know that was a thing, and she had to explain that to me. Right. Yeah. After I spent like an hour explaining my confusion because I couldn't put words on it. I didn't know what was different. Uh-huh. Kissing her was just <laughs> different. I think so, that, that's so funny because I think that um my experience is that most guys that I meet don't like the taste or flavor of lipstick or lip gloss. So that's so interesting that like that's something that you were missing and that drew you to, that made the experience for you. I don't like it either. I like that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that one was mine. <laughs> Fair enough. So you related no. just to his moment with Forest Girl and like the being overcome with like yeah. feelings for, for somebody. Yeah, I I do believe the moment can be so magical that it makes you memorize yeah people differently than what they actually are. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Sounds fair enough. I like it. I like it. All right. What do you think is the biggest lie or misconception about men in this book? Oh. <laughs> oh, about in this book or in general? <laughs> Preferably in this book, but if you'd like to say in general, that's fine too. <laughs> in the book, I I can't really tell. It's, it's a fiction. Yeah, she does whatever she wants with her <laughs> her characters. Right. If she wants one to be flying, that's her book. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not an essay. It's a, it's a, it's a fiction. Um, yeah, but in general, I would say there's no such a thing as man. Okay. It doesn't exist. We sure. we are as much different as women can be, even if not more. Yeah. Yeah. We, I think the, yeah, the not so nice part of the manhood is for some reason the the most advertised. But men can be as vulnerable as anybody else, can be as stupid as anybody else, as romantic. Yeah, they like pink <laughs> sometimes. They right. yeah. Right. I love I don't like I don't like sport. I don't like beers. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't think golf is a sport. I don't think baseball is a sport. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I love this take and I guess that's kind of like what I'm trying to do and say in this entire podcast is that, that there aren't really these differences and they're they're imaginary, right? And so you should enjoy yeah. men should enjoy reading romance because there are, we should be <laughs> we should have the same 
wants and needs and because we do we're just people so like why are we throwing up these kind of imaginary roadblocks between each other right when we're all just kind of wanting the same thing wait i i i get you <laughs> i get your point <laughs> i just say we are different yeah like as anybody else i didn't say we are the same as women <laughs> i didn't say that so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not exactly saying that, but I'm saying that yeah. the, the things we think we have to be that define what is a man and what is a woman are not yeah. as rigid as we might think. But go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. They're not rigid. Yeah. Yeah. Even if I can feel like uh, <laughs> it's not a biology thing, I think it's okay. most, mostly cultural. Sure. Because we grow up in certain environment uh, that shape the person we become to be. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that it also maybe create topics where you would find more men than women. Mm -hmm. Reading novels, maybe that's part of it because we grow up thinking, oh, women are supposed to be romantic. Sure man is supposed to be strong mm -hmm. but then you find a culture yeah i i i grew up in two different cultures mm -hmm. right my mom and my dad are from different culture background and country yes. and yes. i went to university in a third country that has nothing to do with my two previous cultures right. so my mom is from congo and in congo men are fucking actually romantic right uh-huh it's an accident that happened because of the, I believe, because of the the artistic ecosystem. Mm -hmm. um, when like it became like a real thing, people listening to music, like they having great singers. Those singers just happened to have chosen to sing about romance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, and that was way before internet or social media or the mainstream media mm -hmm. was the the social media back then was music stations <laughs> so the generation of people grew up identifying themselves to those music right and creating themselves to meet that people that men that from those songs that say nothing to women that are gentle that are yeah so that created a generation of men that, yeah, you you would you you go to Kinshasa, you think everybody's flirting with you, uh -huh. <laughs> like every single man will have something complimentary about you, you uh -huh. your 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 eyes, your 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 hair, and stuff like that. And it can the funny thing, it can be very off for Western Western women, right? Because in that region mm -hmm. size big size is great uh-huh <laughs> yeah you you have people complaining complimenting you from gaining weight uh -huh. not the opposite oh, that's <laughs> like a great place to be darling <laughs> you're like, oh you gain weight you look fantastic you look beautiful would you marry me <laughs> 
That's amazing. Yeah. Well, so that's so yeah. interesting that you think that art has such an influence on on culture, right? I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. And I go as far as to say, you know what? The stories they talk about in songs are fiction. Yeah. They're not real. That's what I was going to say. These are powerful things, right? And so, and that's, the, again, the point of this podcast, too, is like, men shouldn't be reading these stories. We need people to compliment us on the street. Like, learn some lessons, guys. What's up? Every time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's so hysterical. I love it. I love it. All right. What was your most annoying moment in this book? What annoyed you most about something that happened in the book, the character, the writing, anything, the cover, maybe you just hated. Yeah. The cover say that, but I want to insist on that period of the book where AC left the house Yes, and kind of wandered in town until she got found. And yeah, that I didn't like that uh, writing there. And yeah, and also the her best friend coming to Accra, uh -huh. and we don't know for like yeah she came but what did I play in the story like how does it fit it it it's like a thread that was put there and didn't end anywhere right but, yeah. yeah I think yeah. maybe she I don't know yeah she came to just visit I don't know because she was moving yeah. to whatever place to yeah. do hair. I don't know, but I liked your friend. Yeah. And I, like I said, I liked Michael's friend. I did not like Lena. I thought she was kind of annoying, but I, I felt bad for her because Michael should have told her. And I just felt like the author was mean to Lena <laughs> because she just was trying to like, you know, I, I think women have, a uh, tendency to villainize other women. And I thought that Lena was just a misunderstood kind of person who was treated wrongly by, by Michael. But anyway. Not real. Huh? She's not real. <laughs> That's true. She's not real. <laughs> Whatever. Then who cares, Lena? Who cares? Yeah. All right. Was there something that this book uh, taught you about women? About women? Or relationships. Uh-huh. Oh, whoa. Did you send me this I, in the outline? I, I didn't, Dolly. I've, yes. I've added it. <laughs> yes, Sarah. God, this is a big question there. Um, man, 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 man. <laughs> Did you send me this? I would say definitely yes. Uh -huh. Again, but not like as women. Right. How to say it? I feel like there is a big party, big part of cultures. Uh -huh. Some of them, I, I won't generalize, but a lot of them, I think, that push men to to act as men. It's oh. it's acting. It's not who we truly are. Like, yeah. We are acting it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what 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 we call like understanding women is actually just understanding human sure. yeah right and yeah I, you can find those in those kind of even if they're fictional like fiction books like romance because yeah it's it's supposed to be like a woman world but it's actually not it's just human world uh-huh yeah yeah 
And so I don't know if it's uh, it's the, the the book by itself or it's the fact that reading it reconnect me to a period of my life where I I actually learned those lessons from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, it reconnected me like a revision of like yeah yeah life can be different with few stories. Yeah, yeah. all right, let's say sorry. <laughs> say sorry. Yeah, awesome. All right. So has this book changed your previous opinion about romance novels or? Oh, uh you didn't have that question either, did you? I didn't. Are you sure? It's on mine. (laughs) Oh, no, I haven't. I have. Yeah. Fuck, I missed that. Yeah. Uh, Well, like, how did you, I guess we can say, just say this. Did you like this book? I mean, you seem to. And so what was something you really liked about it? Like, what was your favorite part or something that just kind of surprised you or? I, I really like it. And I, I wouldn't have expected to have changed in, in 35 years, uh, 25 years, but I didn't. It, it's still, the thing I like about it is this same fucking thing I enjoy in high school. <laughs> it's <laughs> how it makes me feel, how it makes me connect to myself to my emotions right it's like you have you have emotions you have views about stuff and book just put the right words around it for you to see it or to feel it right like being angered joy or just rooting for something that is not real it's just like because it's something you can relate to it's something you you feel it's the right thing to happen. And yeah, this, this book connects you to that. And it's not in the book, it's in you. Right. Uh-huh. And someone you don't know just took her time to write those words that create the thing in you. And yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And definitely I think, yeah, I wouldn't say to be perfectly honest that it changes totally my, my idea about romance book. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like it it made a crack in my wall again. <laughs> uh, take down that wall against Roman's book. <laughs> well, can I ask yeah. you a question? Like, you know, fiction obviously isn't isn't real, but I, I guess the emotions it produces can be real. And even though they, it might be. I don't know if this will. So is it not when we're reading fiction, something that isn't real, we can kind of simulate or feel that experience and kind of work through our own emotions through this kind of simulation or rehearsal or experiment in a way that's safe, right? Like we're not actually, our relationship isn't at stake, but we go through the emotions of somebody in the situation. And then sometimes we do experience those similar situations in life where we have, or we haven't, and maybe kind of what going through those processes and reading about them, it gives us greater insight on how to handle them because emotions are terrible. (laughs) Nobody wants to feel like emotions all the time. It's awful. (laughs) Like maybe what this allows us to do is kind of 
figure out how to resolve those emotions. I think that's what not all fiction, but certainly romance novels to an extent show us healthy ways, just good kind of techniques or like methods or just ways to resolve tense situations or bad emotions or, you know, sadness or hatred or anger toward your partner. Cause I mean, like, you know, we're all going to hate our partners at some point, you know what I mean? (laughs) So how do we, how do we kind of get over it? And this is kind of an interest. I find that's what I find in romance novels that it gives us a kind of a blueprint on how to deal with an issue almost sometimes. In a way that's where nothing is at stake for us, but we understand and can recognize how to do something or get over something or whatever. So yeah, I, I, I agree. I totally agree with you. And I see it, but that doesn't mean make me comfortable about it. <laughs> still, I still feel like, yeah, it's... Uh, you're still anti-fiction. <laughs> I am still, yeah. But also, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not. It's not easy. Don't you? You, you talk about it a little bit lighter than I would. Uh-huh. Uh, like nothing. Like from us are really at stake. Jeez, <laughs> those feelings are real. <laughs> You're like, holy crap, that's is that me? Oh man. No, no, I I feel bad because what happened to that girl there? I'm, I'm angry now. I'm, I'm just, I hate people. So you're holding yeah. on, you're holding on to those emotions. Yeah. I am. I am. I'm, I there are movies that make me cry. Oh sure, yeah. I, yeah, I cry. And, and it's different because movie is the the colors are there. You can see them. Like the sounds are there. You can hear them and you can see the face of the guy. So it, it mostly depends immensely on the, the, the movie maker. Uh-huh. Right? But a book, to my, my opinion, a book is more powerful. Uh-huh. Thanks. The book is, is art. It's not painting anything. Right. It just gives you, it puts you in the position to paint the thing uh-huh. for yourself. So you're going to paint, you're going to hear the voice the way that makes sense to you. Right. Right? Uh, if, if, and and the, the lighting in the room you're reading about, you're going to like imagine it. If it's a scary part, you're going to imagine <laughs> <laughs> the, light, the, the scariest way possible for you but maybe it, in a movie they would have made it different and you're like mm, yeah not so much but yeah like uh-huh. books books are powerful you you don't just jump yourself in a book it can be can be dangerous right well that's why they say the books are always better than the movie is because you're in the book when you're reading it. You're not. You have nothing to do with the movie when you're watching yeah. it, right? Yeah. But you, when you're reading, you are 
immersed. You are putting yourself in those situations. You're, yeah. you know, it's your world to an extent. The the yeah. author is just kind of laying out, giving you a, a window to this thing, and it's your job kind of sometimes to color it in and with your own experiences, right? So you're right. I mean, I agree with you. I'm not going to get any arguments here about books being better than movies. <laughs> they are, they are, they are. <laughs> so anyway, all right, Dolly, that was amazing. Do you have anything, any other thoughts about the book? Any questions? Any other things you want to say about it or romance? It's a good book. It could be better, but it, it's a really good book. It's a really good story. Uh, and what could be better for you? I think I'm going to read another one. I'm probably going to, yeah, in the coming days. I can't <laughs> I'll, believe I'm saying this. I'll get you a list of other. Americans. Oh, please do. Yeah. So what would you change about this book then? So what did you, when you say it could be better, like what would, what would make it better for you? Oh, I am. Um, that's a very tricky question. Uh-huh. I don't know if you have a similar saying in English, but in French we say something that would translate into critique is easy, uh-huh. art is hard. Right. Like it's easy to critic. <laughs> like, oh, this could be better. Like, how would you do it? I I, I have no fucking idea. Like <laughs> that's not my job. <laughs> Can I rule this country? No, but I think the president's doing a bad job. <laughs> what, what do you want me to tell you? I don't like his, his way. I, like, he sucks. <laughs> but yeah, I want to run myself. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> well, some things that I thought, I, like, I thought I was very impressed with this book. Like I said, I thought she did a great job. I liked her voice. I liked the author's voice a lot. I was comfortable with it. I thought it was personable relatable. I thought it was, uh, you know, friendly. I, you know, that's how it felt to me when I read it. Um, some things that I wish that I kind of were, was annoyed with. I really hated Michael a lot. (laughs) Really? Like I really, I liked him in the beginning. I really loved Essie. I thought the female friendships in this book were really great. I thought the male friendships in this book were really great. But I did just have a problem with the way that Michael treated Essie. She didn't deserve it. And I was like, you yeah. gotta, dude, you gotta be, you gotta get your shit together, man. Cause like she, she's cooking you food every day and you're acting like a dick. Like you need to get, get it together. You're like, listen to your friend, tell her you fell in love with some girl some chick in the forest and then you'll figure this out because she'll say hey buddy that was me and then you can just be happy and she will be mugged in a large city wandering around (laughs) crazy and and that part also where they he he recognizes her finally I think it could have been more dramatic. Like it could have been, yeah. I think the author didn't convey the emotion of him realizing. I'm gonna say something that might sound horrifying for you as an author, (laughs) 
the way they do in movies. <laughs> You're like, holy shit, yeah! <laughs> You're like, yeah. Like, I don't know, um, was it like a his car he had that only he could see on a particular day in particular circumstances? Oh, like, I don't know, stuff like that. It was like, almost like she was running out of pages. She was like, okay, I gotta conclude this fast. <laughs> and yeah. No, yeah. I thought overall it was it was good though. I enjoyed yeah. it. So, all right. Found anything else? Any other? No, no. Hey, it was fun. Thank you for the opportunity. I don't think I would have considered reading a romance book by myself. Uh-huh. And yeah, you you gave me a lot of time to do it, but. <laughs> It, so I just kept reading. I was like, oh, I want to know. I fucking want to know what's happening. And I'm like, oh no. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, it, it was good. It was good. It was I good. love it, it so good. much. Dolly, thank you so yeah. much for agreeing to this. I really appreciate it. Uh, and You're I'm welcome. so glad that you loved, liked it and enough to keep reading. We'll get you another one soon. And thank you for taking the time out today. To record and I just really appreciate it. It's amazing. So I'm so glad and I really will never forget that story of your friend not knowing <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you for that. Just singularly across the board. Yeah, see, it, it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. All right, there's <laughs> oh god, I can't believe it. Okay, <laughs> it's so fun. Anyway, all right, there's only one thing left to do. Dolly, tell me yeah. that you love romance. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I love romance. Thank you, Rick. Yeah. <laughs>